When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're brawling this team. The guy yells over the glass. Go back to the NHL, Preston, you loser. Can't even say it with a straight face. It was a good beak when we'd roll into a bigger center. And they'd say, go back to Winyard. Uh, go back to the NFL where I was making more money and doing better. I'd like to. Thank you very <laughs> yeah. much. Where I was flying on the charter with the uh, double wide leather suits and the filet mignon. Yeah. Working on it. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. It is uh, October 25th. That's a Tuesday. And uh, welcome inside. We're live on Game Plus Television and WQEE Radio, your southern home of sports and talk. Doubling up on the Atlanta love today. Got my I love Atlanta hoodie on. Got my coffee mug going. We're ready to talk sports from the bunker here. We are in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. And Darren Moose DuPont is with us. And he's the clean-shaven Darren Moose DuPont. I'm wondering if you're hiding from somebody or your gal Leanne wanted to change. She, she hates it. She didn't want it. I, you know what? It, I was in Top Gun again for like the eighth or ninth time watching it. You went to the movie theater last night? No, this was oh. back on Friday night. When I was alone, you had left, and I went by myself, and, I, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, all these guys are clean-shaven. I'm like, it's time for me to be clean-shaven again. All these guys in, in the movie, and I'm like, so I decided to do it. Starting a trend. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. A trend around here. Yeah. All right. What do we got today? We got Bernie Nichols coming up. Broadway Bernie Nichols, the NHL ambassador for our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal. I'm assuming we're going to talk NHL with Bernie. And yes. uh, Robert Vanstone, the award-winning columnist from Post Media and the Leader Post newspaper. I think we're going to be talking some Winnipeg Jets. We'll be talking some CFL, NFL for sure. He's a big Denver, Denver Broncos fan. I'll just say to all of our viewers, please give us a like if you're watching live on YouTube. Send us a text. The number will appear on the screen for those watching, 902-518-3033. And let's get into the sports talk, please. And thank you, Director Jordan. Can you please hit the show horn, please? It's nice. It's nice to be here and see the whites of the eyes. I am continue to be storm stayed here in the sweatpants capital, but only for today. I'll be heading out to Calgary right after the show today. But it's nice to see everybody's smiling face. Not one of them's clean shaven around here. <laughs> You'll also stand out from them. And I said, to, I said to Jordan, how come I'm the only one calling you Jordan? Can everybody else get on this nickname train? And Jordan says, well, no, nicknames don't stick with me. I'm like, that, oh, no. that sounds like a challenge. Yes. Jordan, okay? Jordan. Got it? Yeah. Okay. Point one, we air every day <clears throat> on Telesoptic TV out there in the beautiful province of British Columbia. I can't wait till the next time I go. Channel 924 on Telus, Game Plus TV. A lot of Vancouver fans, 
A lot of BC sports fans, we don't talk about them enough. And unfortunately, we got to be that team, that show talking about the train wreck right now, and that's the Vancouver Canucks. That is point one of the quick six show topics. The visiting Carolina Hurricanes scored two goals 37 seconds apart early in the third period and then hung on to defeat the winless Vancouver Canucks 3-2 Monday night. The Canucks, who are now 0-5-2, got two goals from veteran J.T. Miller, Andrei Sveshnikov. Every time I see that, I think of our friend John Forslund, the former voice of the Hurricanes. Sveshnikov. He says it better than anybody else. Yeah. Sebastian Aho and Jesper Foss scored for the Hurricanes. So watch the game. I was over at my buddy Mike Lee's last night. Mighty L. Mike, the oil man, and his wife Joanne, and we were watching the game, and uh, the Canucks are, obviously they're dreadful. They're 0-5-2. They're the worst team in the NHL statistically. And the more entertaining thing than the game was the intermission panel. I knew two of the guys on there, Ian McIntyre and Dan Murphy. And I didn't know the guy in the middle. And they were trying to figure out the, what's wrong with the Vancouver Canucks and who to blame. Anybody that was watching, can you tell me who the guy was in the middle of the three-person panel? He was very good. Nice-looking guy. Uh, but I didn't know who he was. And so let me say this. Let me bring you all into the discussion on this Tuesday Coffee Table Talk. Who's responsible for the mess that is the National Hockey League's Vancouver Canucks? Because those guys on the panel last night couldn't figure it out, but they were... They, they were posing some good questions. Yeah. The options are this. The last regime that was there, the general manager, Jim Benning, and the head coach, Travis Green. This regime, which is Bruce Boudreau and Jim Rutherford, the top cheese, the players or the owner. If there was a fifth option, I'd say all of the above because that's probably it. Yeah. But I don't, can I just say this is the guy whose name's on the wall? They are all at blame, but I don't think we can blame Jim Benning, and the last year's general manager, and Travis Green anymore. I looked it up. They were fired on December 5th. It's almost been a year since this new regime's taken over. How long are you going to blame the last guys? Really. And we wa I've watched the Vancouver Canucks live a few times. Saw them in Edmonton, saw them in Florida. The talent is there. So if you want to talk about a, a bad culture and... You can point it because it starts at the top, but these current players are responsible for it. They're getting leads in games. You let in two goals in 37 seconds in the third period, it's because you had a brain fart. It, right now, it's on the players. They're better than this. So I can see Bruce Boudreaux's got to stand there and answer for this. Every day, every game, he's got to answer for this, and it's not even his fault. Not now. I... Or is it? I don't know. There's a lot of people that are at a fault here. Yeah, there are. There are a lot of people to blame, and... At the end of the day, it probably comes back down to culture. And, you know, you've said this a lot, that culture, you know, both positive and negative, it all starts at the top. So to me, that goes right to ownership. And it's a massive distraction around the organization. And, you know, as a coach, as a GM, as players, you can keep that out of the locker room. Sure, you can try, but it's still there, right? It's still lingering in the halls. It's still part of the organization. So culture to me is probably to blame, and that would be, I would if I had to choose, I'd probably, the ownership situation, it's bad. But at the end of the day, it is the players. I mean, Boudreaux has them ready to play games. They go out and they, they get out to leads and they play well, but for whatever reason, they can't finish. And so it's a little bit of everything, but I would want to say ownership first, players second. That's the poll question for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. They have dealerships all across the Canadian prairies and the state 
of California right now. Who's, who's at fault? And the last I looked, it's like split equally before all four ways. The last regime, this regime, the players or the owners. John Massey's watching at Edmonton as I look at the comment board. My friend of me, John Massey, he says it's a player issue. The Pedersen-Besser-Horvat era gives me flashbacks of the Hall-Eberly era in the order's rebuild number two. Serious PTSD. Uh, by the way, from Todd Pinckney, one of our Priority One viewers, we've got to talk about this. He says, although I have known Rod for 26 years, I don't think I've ever seen a hair on his face. Rod, can you confirm or deny? Well, let's just spend a minute on that. Yes, back when I played hockey, all the, we decided we were all going to wear beards. It was the senior hockey team. I grew my beard in. It was red. I'm like, I don't want a red beard. Nothing against people with red beards. I don't want it. And I can't grow a mustache. I've tried for November. I can grow a neared very well, a neck beard very well. And no, I've, that's why. I've tried to grow a beard. I could, but it was red. Wasn't in, I wasn't up for that. Wasn't okay. here for that. And now if I grew a beard, it would be as white as Santa Claus. You'd be the Matt Dunnigan style. Yep, and I'm not interested in that either, and that is why. And not to mention, if you do, my dad never had a hair on his face either, nor, nor did he ever have hair past. You know, I had a mullet, but I... Who didn't? Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. but never any facial hair, so thank you for pointing out. All right, I'm moving on to point two, and that's the rest of the NHL. I feel bad for the Ottawa Senators just in that. The first 20 minutes of Sports Center were dedicated to everybody else. When we come back... The Senators win again. Brady Kachuk had a goal and an assist while Shane Pinto scored in his fifth consecutive game as the Ottawa Senators won their fourth straight NHL game by beating the visiting Dallas Stars 4-2. Forward Derek Broussard and goalie Magnus Helberg made their season debuts for the Sens and for the Dallas Stars. Allie's watching today in Texarkana. It was uh, her team's first regulation loss of the season. I'm not going to spend all the time on every game like we just did on the Vancouver Canucks. I still think, I'm sorry to say, the Senators are that mirage. They are not this. They weren't supposed to be. Cam Talbot's hurt. So good on him. How long does it last? If they could, if they could make this last a month, I think that would be really positive. Um, maybe they are a playoff team. I don't know. I mean, I guess who are we to say? But I, I'm with you. Like, It's exciting. I think they're a year early, maybe two years early. I think if you are patient in Ottawa with this group, a year from now, two years from now, it's going to be really exciting. So if you're on the season ticket queue, that's where you want to be because this team is going to be good. And this is a real preview of that, but it's not going to last. This reminds me a lot of the Ducks last yeah, year, how they played out. so well, and then reality caught up with them in the second half of the season. It's Oh, man, we could sit and talk about this for a long time. This is the stuff you don't get on any other show in that <clears throat> they've long said – that the cutoff line in the National Hockey League is U.S. Thanksgiving. That's a month away. That's when the wheat separates from the chaff. To use a farm term, that's when the cream rises to the top. To use another farm term. And we're not there yet. We're a month away. And it was first Peter Labardius, my good friend Peter Labardius, the Calgary Flames radio analyst that said that. So we got a month yet for these teams to fiddle fart around before we realize what they really are. Yeah. And I don't think the sins are for real, but for now... Good on him. The Vegas Golden Knights, Canada's team, scored two goals in the third period to break a 1-1 tie and skated to a 3-1 victory over the Toronto Maple Leafs in a battle of four and two teams at the Fortress. Nicholas Roy, Saskatoon's Chandler Stevenson, 
and Michael Amadio scored for the Golden Knights. We, Willie Nylander, scored for the Maple Leafs, who had their two-game win streak snapped. How can we not talk about the Winnipeg Jets? Mark Scheifele scored in the second period, and Connor Halibut stopped 25 shots for his first shutout of the NHL season as the Winnipeg Jets blanked the Blues. 4-0 Monday night, Sam Gagne, Morgan Barron, and Cole Perfetti. Mom spaghetti. Scored in the third for the Jets, who were without coach Rick Bonus due to an illness. Are the Jets for real? Who's more for real? The Jets or the Sands? Oh, the Quick. Jets. Easy. Okay. Neon Leon had a goal and two assists as the Edmonton Oilers exploded for four goals in the second period to beat the Pittsburgh Penguins 6-3. Zach Hyman, Tyson Berry, Evander Kane, the Nuge, and Ryan McLeod also scored for the Oilers. For Pittsburgh, Ricard Raquel, Sidney Crosby, and Brian Rust responded. They lost for the first time in regulation, and tonight they are at Calgary. I don't know if I can make it in time. Maybe. Yeah, you can. Would they have a problem if I showed up in sweatpants? Of course not. Changing the car. Let's go. Our NHL coverage is brought to you by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Hiring now. Find out everything you need to know about Bronco at broncoplumbing.com and our Facebook and Instagram pages. When I say we, it's because we are family. Point three, Justin Fields threw for 179 yards and a touchdown and ran for 82 and another major. And the Chicago Bears defense forced Patriots quarterback Mac Jones to the bench Monday night as Chicago won 33-14 over the Patriots. Fields outperformed Mac Jones, and he also outplayed Patriots rookie Bailey Zappi, who came on after Jones and has returned after missing three games with a high ankle sprain. Did you see Belichick after the game? Not no, after didn't pull, the game. Didn't pull him because of performance. <laughs> Come on, Bill. Those guys that got interviewed, Bill Belichick, the media, they deserve a purple heart up there in Boston, having to deal with him every day. <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah. Come on, Bill. Uh, where, where, where are we? I saw the comments last night. We're going back and forth between the NHL games and the Monday Night Football game, me and Mighty L. Mike, and... I saw on Twitter some people saying, this Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi thing that's going on is Bledsoe Brady 20 years later. I, do you agree with that? I, like, Mac Jones hasn't done anything. He's not Drew He's Bledsoe. been in the NFL for five minutes. Yeah. So they got a lot of problems in New England. And more than anything, we can sit and talk about the Patriots, and trust me, I'm here for it, and there's six Super Bowls, because I don't like Bill Belichick at all. I don't know him personally. So I don't like the way he acts, right, and the way that he treats people. Because the media is, frankly, just trying to do their job. Some of the media is idiots, but not all of them. And, but let's talk about the Bears and Justin Fields. Did I not say going into the season, watch out for the Bears? You all laughed. Yeah, at me. you did. And it hasn't been a great start for them, and it hasn't been a great start for Justin Fields. But they're figuring it out. And, you know, I felt like the instincts were there a little bit more. They weren't last week, but this week they were. Um, you know, the, going back to the Thursday nighter. I thought he ran the ball well. And Bailey Zappi looked real, he looked like the second coming when he came in. Zing, zing, you know, 100 yards, yep. uh, 14 points. Patriots were rolling, but he just couldn't keep that pace up. And, and the Bears did. So the Bears are interesting because they're hot and cold. You don't know what you're going to get. But if Justin Fields can bring consistent effort like that, he still didn't throw for 200 yards, but they managed the game so well. So, yeah, they're kind of a sleeper, I think. You're one of those stats nerds. The Bears are who we thought they were. 
That was ringing in my ears yesterday, yeah. uh, Dennis Green. Clearly, they're not. By the way, hit the like button. Please tell your friends. Start spreading the news. I like it. The RP Show is live on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live right now, WQEE Atlanta. Trust me, we're getting to the Atlanta sports talk. Because as Rhino Radio said, my spirit brother from WQEE said, RP is Atlanta. Andrew Stout writing in. Viewer says, I agree, Rod. Pierre Maguire says that you need 18 wins by American Thanksgiving to say you have a shot at the playoffs in the NHL. I've been there with teams. I've been around. (laughs) The Canucks are sitting there going, our season's over, and it's not even Halloween yet. What what are little kids are going dressed as Thatcher Demko for Halloween because it's so scary? Uh, by the way, a word from our sponsor, Edo Japan. Delicious Japanese-inspired meals and snacks made to order with high-quality ingredients. My cowbell's got to be around here somewhere, unless it's gone to the Smithsonian. The original cowbell? <laughs> the original Have one? Have you seen it? Yeah, I know exactly where it is. Where, in storage. Here? No. Oh, in a storage facility. It's close, but... Can you get it in the break? About 500 yards from here. Meters. Where were you on that one? Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a timeout. Uh... As I say, the text line is open, 902-518-3033. We're only three topics into the quick six. On the way today, Bernie Nichols and Rob Vanstone. When we return a week ahead, uh, sorry, look ahead to week 21 in the CFL. Uh, The NBA, what's going down there? World Series coming up on Friday with game one. And then whatever you'd like to discuss. We're live on Game Plus TV Also, WQEE, your southern home of sports and talk, 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code STAPLE20. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, everybody. We are back on the air on this Tuesday, and I just want to update the poll results before we go any further. For Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, who is to blame for the Vancouver Canucks disaster, they are right now the talk of sports. They're the talk of Canada and NHL fans in the United States. We've got it split four ways. The last regime, coach and GM. This current regime, coach and GM. The players or the owner. 
leading the way, the players, with 38%. Just to break it all down. And the Moose is with us here in the bunker here in the Bermuda Triangle of the NHL. The players lead the way with 38% of the vote. 29% say the last regime. 18% say the owners. And 15% say the current regime of Bruce Boudreau and Jim Rutherford. I don't know if I handed it over to Moose per se. Who are you voting for? Did you vote? Not yet officially, but I said the owners, the ownership wow. situation, because I think it's just a culture thing. And, and the players ultimately are responsible at the end of the day, like for the product on the ice. But that culture seeps in, even if it's not, even if you shut the locker room doors, that culture seeps in and it's in your mindset. Really? Because I didn't see the owner miss a check last night. No, but, you know, <laughs> I know it's a disaster. I'm being devil's advocate here. It's what I do. <laughs> uh, by the way, yes. Uh, well, let's move. We'll get to the NBA in a second. Uh, People are asking me why I don't have any Atlanta Hawks gear because I've thrown my love and allegiances behind the NBA's Atlanta Hawks. Hashtag true to Atlanta. Well, when I was in Atlanta a couple weeks ago, I had only enough room to get this mug that says I love Atlanta, the bunny hug. What else did I get? What else did I? You've seen. What did you get? I got the Falcons shirt. Yeah. uh, And that's about it. They didn't have any Hawks gear where I was. That needs to change. But, yeah, we'll be heading to Atlanta. You can bank on it. Support for the RP Show is brought to you in part by Manscaped. They're the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. And right now, they're offering Manscaped Performance Package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. With this exclusive offer just for our viewers and listeners, 20% off. Right now, when you use the promo code RPSHOW at manscaped.com. If my math's correct, 6 million men, that's 12 million balls they've trimmed. And actually, I had a hockey guy text me yesterday from Alberta. And he said, at least when you put your balls on the table, they're nicely groomed by Manscaped. (laughs) How about that? Hell yes. Yeah, buddy. Eh, I'll just jump to the NBA because my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat writes in, and says, great win over the Heat by the Raptors last night. 20 rebounds by Precious. The Toronto Raptors even their NBA record to 2-2 two and two by beating the Miami Heat 98-90 at FTX Arena in Miami. Fred Van Vliet scored 24 points. Spicy P added 23. And the Raps rallied in the fourth quarter to beat the Heat. My favorite Raptor. Gary Trent Jr. Scored 18 points, including a three-pointer that put Toronto up six with 22.6 seconds to go. But again, forget about the Raptors. I never really loved them. The Atlanta Hawks is our team. Can I say it? WQEE, the official, unofficial voice of the Atlanta Hawks. We're at Detroit on Wednesday, okay? Pistons, they even they still got a team in Detroit? Uh, we're 2-1, and one, the Hawks, third place in the NBA Southeast Division. How about that? How about that? To the Canadian Football League, which is why a lot of people came here today. Let's be honest. This is where the CFL comes to talk. We talk more than anybody else. That is a fact, Jack. Here's what's happening. Do any of these games matter? I don't think they do. Playoffs are locked and set. Right. So this is friends and family weekend in the CFL. Because, well, I'll tell you why I say that. Friday night, it's BC at Winnipeg in a rematch of the 2011 Grey Cup. BC at Winnipeg Friday night. It's a lone game. And then Saturday is the triple header. Stop me. I apologize. Is this football day in Canada? The triple header? Have you heard anything about football day in Canada? Because they did it last year, if you recall. 
they did that, I think it was a few weeks oh, ago. Oh, we did do it? I think we passed it. It was not uh, very well publicized. Okay, I'm sorry. I was in America where yep. they don't observe football day in America because every day is football day in America. Right. Uh, so Saturday's triple header in the Canadian Football League is Montreal at Toronto. That's what kicks it off. Hamilton at Ottawa is the second game. And then the last game is Saturday night. Saskatchewan Rough Riders at the Calgary Stampeders. Now I'm going to say this. Within a few months, our relationship with the Calgary Stampeders is going to go from here to here. And I'm not going to tell you why. The insiders know. It's not going to take long. I mean, some of the guys that were down at the Great Eagle last week were like, your relationship's already good with the Stampeders. I said, I didn't say it was bad. I'm saying it's going to get better before long. But I'm not going to Saturday night's game because the Battle of Alberta is Saturday night in the Saddle Dome. And I'm going with my friend Tammy. It was confirmed this morning. And I will probably, hopefully, get out of there in time to catch the Darcy Oak show at the Great Eagle Event Center. The illusionist, the son of Scott Oak. I've seen him before. He's really good. But I'm not missing the flames and the orders. So... How much interest do you have in week 21 where all the playoff spots are locked up now? They are, right? Yeah, none. I mean, you shouldn't say that. There's always some interest. And here's where the interest is for me. Do we see Bo Levi Mitchell on the field? I think we have some commenters that saying maybe he's playing. Jack in Alberta says Bo's starting the game. So if he starts, I have interest in that. Um, and then I have interest in Nathan Rourke, who we've been told has been given a uh, clean bill of health. And if you, you're given a clean bill of health, then usually – you're going to play at some point. So does he see some action leading into the playoffs to see how healthy he is and get him on track? I think so. So for me, those are the two things I would watch. Does Nathan Rourke play and does Bo play and play well? But outside of that, I'm not really interested. There's no, there, there's no meaning to the games. So Jeff, the Stamps fan, writes in and says, not so, Rod. Stamps home finale means everything. Bo's last home game and final warm-up for the postseason. Hey, I'm just talking about my own opinion. You do whatever you want. Why would I care that Bo's starting his last game? I've done everything I could possibly do. Got down on bended knee. Tried to mend the fence with that guy, and he wants no part of it. So do I care to show up to watch his last start? I don't care. Should I care? I don't. No. So I'm not going to be phony about it, and I'm going to go to the hockey game. If the game meant something, I probably would go to the football game. So, yeah, it means something to Stamps fans and Bo, but you see why that doesn't mean anything to me. And the Rough Riders are out of it, and I don't know. I'm sitting there. I meant to say this. Robin from Prince Albert writes in, and he says, I love seeing the bunker. Brings me back to episode one. You made me feel younger today. Thanks, guys. This is where we launched this show, June 3rd, 2019. It looks very similar today to what it was three, four years ago where we started this whole darn thing. But I walked in here and Melody's at the front and she's just the greatest girl. She is oh, yeah. just a ray of sunshine. And I <laughs> walk in here with my coffee mug and I'm like, we have the worst weather in North America, which we do. For those that don't know, it's zero Celsius in American terms. I still don't know what that is because I'm not switching to Fahrenheit, but it's about 35, 37 Fahrenheit, okay? Slushy snow. Where Jeff Bean pulled my SUV out of the ditch the other day, uh, they, there's muck and gravel on the bumper that I'm trying to fix, you know, and to scrape it off, and you know what I mean? Like it, 
It's unpleasant. So, I'm like, am I ever glad for the 8,753rd time to say that I'm not out covering that football team in this snow and muck for a meaningless game, standing there being Mm -hmm. treated like crap on the bottom of your shoe to begin with, trying to see who's going to start Saturday's game from a Saskatchewan perspective because it doesn't matter. What's, what would you care as a Ryder fan for this game? What would you be looking for? Um, I would be as excited about this game as I would be about a preseason game. So, you know, if we hadn't seen Mason Fine last week and we were going to see Mason Fine this week, I'd be excited to see how he does. Maybe he's the future. I want to see some young, young players off the practice squad, see how they play. That'd be about it. You know, maybe I can get really excited about next year and sleep well during the offseason because – some, maybe it's not Mason Fine. I don't know who's next on the depth chart, but some or on the practice roster. Jake Dolagala. Maybe Jake Dolagala comes in, throws for 300 yards, and has a great game. And then I could be like, oh, I'm really excited because Jake's our future. Maybe that's it. But that's it. And that's a stretch. <laughs> that is a stretch. <laughs> uh, our Navy friend Don says, plus 11 by Friday in the Queen City. I'll be long gone by then. From Ryan in Saratoga, New York. 32 degrees Fahrenheit. That's still shorts and hoodie weather. I agree. But as I was driving around the ring road up here to the bunker, I'm like, it's not warm, but it's not cold. It's just the sky's gray. Oh, ugly. Yeah, just what it is. Interesting point here. My advisors, of which you've heard about them for the last year and a half, my advisors say this. In Canada, Rod, you will always be known as the CFL guy, but in America, you have a blank canvas to be whatever you want, and that is exciting as heck. But viewer Randolph Charles writes in and says, how did the feud between Rod and Bo start? And you can, you can Google it if you want. You should Google it, because I'm not going to waste everybody else's time. Just type in Rod Peterson, Bo Levi. First thing that comes up is, Bo Levi Mitchell says, Rod Peterson is an idiot. <laughs> and it's because, yeah, I told him on live radio, actually yelled, Bo Levi, shut your mouth, because he had been bullying my good friend Deron Carter in the media leading up to a game, October of 2017, Deron's first ever game starting on defense at the corner position, and uh, Deron picked and returned it for the touchdown. I think it was the winning points. And I said, Bo Levi, shut your mouth. And then from there, it grew. Into T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, and into, into T-shirts. And, uh, yeah. Allie in Texarkana says... Doesn't sound fun at all. LOL. She's talking about the weather. It just isn't. I mean, my dad's boss for 20-some years, uh, Les Jackson with the Dallas Stars, lives in Dallas. And the first time I went to Dallas, it was like 95 degrees in December. I'm like, Les, you didn't tell me. (laughs) Nobody talks about Texas as a vacation destination. I know. Never. It's Florida. It's Arizona. It's California, maybe. Yeah. Nobody goes to Texas. Unbelievable. Unbelievable weather. No bugs. It's not the most aesthetically pleasing. I remember driving in from the airport in Dallas going, this looks like Swift Current. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Swift Current. Yeah. But. Same thing. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, Pink says this weekend's all about the World Series and the Eagles. Why are they playing at a venue near you? Uh, the band. <laughs> They missed it back there. (laughs) Point six, the Philadelphia Phillies are riding Bryce Harper as they try to win their first World Series since 2008. Harper was the NLCS MVP. He won game five against San Diego with a two-run homer in the eighth. 
Harper is set to lead the Phillies into the World Series on Friday against the AL champion Houston Astros. I'm cheering for Houston because I don't care anything about the Phillies, and I kind of like the bad guy. You know? Fair. Uh, you talk about this. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. The Astros still get to get their world, keep their World Series. Barry Bond still gets to keep 73 home runs. Well, what's the lesson in that? Yeah, not really. None much of them of were punished. Lesson. No. No, they really weren't. So I admire their ingenuity with the garbage can, the videotaping <laughs> signals or live video. I, I honestly do. One last word from our sponsors. <clears throat> Pardon me. Landmark Cinemas. In theaters now, Ticket to Paradise. Academy Award winners George Clooney and Julia Roberts reunite on the big screen as exes who find themselves on a shared mission to stop their love-struck daughter from making the same mistake they once did. From working title, Smokehouse Pictures, and Red Ohm Films, Ticket to Paradise is a rom-com about the sweet surprise of second chances in theaters now at Landmark Cinemas. Moose, I'll see you a little later. You bet. Okay. Up next, Bernie Nichols. Talking some NHL hockey with the NHL great Broadway Bernie Nichols. We're live on Game Plus television across all 10 provinces in 31 states. Live on YouTube and on the radio on your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Okay. Hey, thanks, guys. Good to hear from you, Rick Regan. Welcome back inside the bunker. Talking some NHL now as we bring in Broadway Bernie Nichols, the very popular Bernie Nichols. As uh, He's always up for talking hockey. How you doing today, Bernie? What's new out there in Ontario? Well, I'm doing good, Rod. We're just in between... Uh hunting here uh got some snow a couple days ago and now it's like 18 degrees so uh they've got to figure it out sooner or later either we're going to go back golfing or uh get our skates on (laughs) sounds like a beautiful day i was hoping to sneak here into canada for a month and go back to florida and not have no get no snow here i am storm stayed in saskatchewan for a couple days but it is yeah wild weather but hey at least we're not the vancouver canucks Bernie, they're out there on the West Coast. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know how much you've seen of their games or anything, but what is your read on the 0-5-2 Vancouver Canucks? Yeah, you know what? Uh, as a Canadian, I, I feel bad for them. Uh, they've, they've been leading, like, three or, three of the five games, they're leading by two goals, and they, they just can't close the deal. And last night they played great. I watched some of that game. Uh, they just can't get a win, and it's frustrating. I feel bad for the guys. Uh, I know the effort they're putting in and to not get the result, it, it's frustrating. And and you see it on, on some of the interviews with the, the fans or the, the players. And, you know, someone throws a, a jersey on the ice um, the other night. And, you know, it's too bad. I, I really feel bad for them. Well, our poll question today, uh, not to put you on the spot, but you could maybe take a swing at the answer. Who's to blame? The last regime, coach and GM, this regime, the owner or the players? What do you think? Yeah, you know what? Uh, everybody always looks for, for that, right? Mm-hmm. Like if a team doesn't do well, you're going to fire the coach. Uh, and you know what? They're not playing bad. It's, they're just not winning. And I know that's frustrating, but 
I don't think you can fault anybody. The new people in place now are doing a good job. Uh, the players, for the most part, are playing well. So I just think you kind of have to to weather it a little bit, wait. Hopefully they get back on track. The coaches, uh, last year he did a great job. So you think he's coaching differently. Uh, you got the same players. So I just, I, I think you got to wait it out and, and hopefully uh, they turn it around. Boy, that is tough. You're right. But it's, Bruce Boudreau has got to stand there and answer for it every day. And I'm thinking it's not his uh, fault, yet he's been there for almost a year. I looked it up. December 5th was the day he was fired last year. So it is a mess. But on to happier topics, Bernie. I did a banquet with Stuart Grimson Saturday night. It's about the sixth or seventh we've done together. And he had nothing but glowing things to say about you, Bernie. Uh, did you guys play together somewhere along the line or just got to be friends somewhere along the way? Yeah, I never got to play with Stu. Uh, I've done a, a few uh, charity games with him. Uh, really enjoy him. A super guy. Uh, I uh, played against him, obviously, with different teams and was a very, very tough player. Uh, I fortunately never got in in uh, front of one of his uh, left or right hooks, but uh, Stewie's a super guy. Uh, he still works with... with uh, he was working with... Um, Predators, the last I had seen. I'm not sure if he is now, but I really enjoy Stewie. Really nice man. Well, he's on NHL Network now. You're right. And um, for our listeners, by the way, and viewers, Bernie Nichols, 1,127 games with the Kings, Rangers, Oilers, Devils, Blackhawks, and Sharks. Did you ever drop the gloves, Bernie? Do you have a fight or two to your credit? You know what's funny is I, I, I wrote a book. It just came out just for, I can plug it right now, I guess with you, but yeah, they, they ask about that, about how many fights. And, and I, I figured I had 10 or 12. I ended up, I think with 28 fights. So <laughs> wow. uh, I did do it more than I thought I did. Uh, I can honestly say I, I've never got punched in the head or uh, that, but I, I did have, I did have some fights. I would not, I'd have lost a bet on that on an, on an over under, how many fights was Bernie Nichols in in his career? And by the way, he is the NHL ambassador for Bet Regal. I got to say this. The last time I was with Kelly Rudy, he brought up your 70 goals in 88-89. He was there. What do you remember about that season, Bernie? You know what? I, I remember uh, everything, to be honest with you. Um, you know, when you have a season like that, it's pretty hard to, to not remember it. And uh, you, you go back as often as you can. And, and you always love when people bring it up. Um, a lot of times people will go, Oh yeah, I remember you had 72, 73 goals. I'll never ever, uh, you know, tell them they're wrong about that. It was 70, but, uh, you know, obviously playing with Gretz, um, that year was, was a lot of fun for me. Uh, I've always said if I, I don't know what it'd be like to play with him for 10 or, you know, five or 10 years, I got him for a year and a half and it was just, it was unbelievable. So the team itself, uh, we went from maybe 10,000 season seat holders to sold out every night. It was the place to be. It was just a lot of fun that year, obviously, to to be in that atmosphere and to do what I did. Tad in Red Deer writes in. He says, really enjoy the Bernie Nichols spots. And by the way, Tad, so do I. He says, Bernie dropped pumper nickels back in the day. I'm sorry I missed that. What was that? Well, I just celebrated my goal kind of uh, in a certain way, and it was 
Bob Miller who oh. who named it the Pumpernickel. Okay. And uh, I had ended up scoring my first year. We're playing Edmonton in the playoffs. I scored the tenth goal in the empty net, and I went end to end doing the Pumpernickel, and then. Bob Miller named it that, so it kind of stuck. Wow, what a great broadcaster he was, by the way. What a great guy. Bernie, I should, we bring you on to talk hockey and not tell stories, I, I guess. But I got to ask you, Detroit's off to a pretty good start. Buffalo's off to a great start. I watched them live in Calgary last week, and they are good. And uh, Ottawa, look at Ottawa. Which Are those three teams all for real, do you think, or is it way too early to make generalizations about NHL teams right now? No, I think it, I think they are. Uh, you know, I agree. Buffalo. I, I watched them going to Calgary and Edmonton, and and they're playing very well. Uh, I like what Ottawa's doing. Like you said, they got some young kids there, and and they're starting to play the way that the coaches, you know, been uh, teaching them for the last couple of years. So I really like the direction they do. And and Detroit, like I can always root for Detroit because of Stevie Eisenman, right? Uh, he's he's put together a good young team there, and they're starting to play well. So you you got to be happy for them, but you're happy for Ottawa too and Buffalo. Buffalo's been, you know, for many years they've been kind of down the the basement, but uh, to see them playing well, you you can't help but root for them. Are you? I'm just looking up the standings as we talk here right now. Are you a believer that not we shouldn't be making any characterizations until U.S. Thanksgiving on what teams really are or or not? No, I, I, I agree. Uh, it's tough early, right? Like Because you don't know. Uh, sometimes it takes some teams a lot longer to get going. Teams that have been in the playoffs for, for a lot of years and, and went a long ways, it's tough. They don't seem to uh, start too early because they know it doesn't really mean a whole lot to them because they're going to be there at the end. Uh, but other teams... You know, I think you got to go at least to Christmas time uh, to see kind of what the teams are really all about, and I think by then you'll have a good idea who who's not going to uh, surprise you when they come into town, and uh, who you got to really prepare yourself for. Well, so far so good. And hey, I we got less than a minute, but tell me about your book. I'm excited. I got to get my hands on that. What's the story? Well, you can go to BernieNichols.com. Um, all the proceeds go to uh, the foundation, which is great. Uh, but it just came out, uh, working on it for a couple of years, and uh, excited about it. it. It goes through my my whole life history, uh, and uh, I think it's pretty good. All right, we'll do that just in time for Christmas. I know what it's like. I've written a few books myself. BernieNichols.com. What's the title of it, Bernie? Nice. What's the title of it? It's from uh, Floodlights to Bright Light. Ooh. I had Gretz do the forward on it, uh, which is obviously great. And as you can see, I got his picture front and center and his name as big as I can. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking if people see that, regardless who wrote it, they want to read about it. So uh, hopefully it's a good read. All right, Bernie. I know it will be. Thanks for the time. Enjoy the hunting. Stay safe. We'll talk next time. Thanks, Rod. Good time to you, bud. NHL great Bernie Nichols, now author, soon to be best-selling author, Bernie Nichols. We'll be back with viewer takeover and a sports update. It's the RP show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and on the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. 
Here's Rob. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It is viewer takeover time and a sports update. What a great day. And we uh, I haven't even opened the text line yet, so I'll, I'll move that over into hour two, okay? Rob Vanston will join us then. Sports update, Vancouver Giants defenseman Mazden Leslie has been named WHL Player of the Week. Leslie, a 17-year-old from Lloyd Minster, Alberta. Collected six points over four games with the Giants, helping them to a pair of victories versus BC division rivals Victorian Kamloops. Meanwhile, Saskatoon Blades goalie Ethan Chadwick has been named WHL Goalie of the Week. Chadwick recorded a 2-0 record for his hometown Blades, along with a 1.50 GAA and a 9.52 save percentage. Meanwhile, to Canada West football, a UBC running back stole the spotlight Saturday, showing himself to be an unstoppable offensive threat. To lead the Thunderbirds in handing Saskatchewan its first loss of the season, Isaiah Knight has been named the Canada West Football Offensive Player of the Week, while Manitoba's Marcel Aruda-Welch and Nico DeFonte have been named the Defensive and Special Teams Player of the Week. Respectively, Knight scored touchdowns of 45, 33, and 54 yards. And I'm a little late on this, but for our curling fans, Jean-Michel Minard led Canada to a third consecutive gold medal at the World Mixed Curling Championship. Canada needed just eight ends to beat host Scotland 7-4 after Minard's stone placement in the eighth made it impossible for Scotland to score three at the Curl Aberdeen facility they then conceded. Can you imagine conceding a gold medal game? Is that sportsmanlike or what? The sports update for Edo Japan... From hand-rolled sushi to bento box meals made with their famous teriyaki sauce, Ito Japan's menu has something for everyone. Ah, three and a half minutes here. Bear with me, everybody. You people. Thank you. As I pull up the text line, I'm going to read these verbatim. I have not had time to proofread them. From Brian in Hudson Bay, Sask, where... They play Hudson Bay Rules. It's the moose capital of the world. Hey, Rod, great shows as usual. I, like many Rough Riders fans, very disappointed in the season in overall brass. But I don't see Craig Reynolds or Jeremy O'Day going anywhere. Do you think these two guys turn the ship around, or are we dead until they finally do get let go? Brian, to save everybody else's time, I'll tell you to do this. Go to rodpeterson.com right now. My thoughts on the plight of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are in today's commentary that runs on Saskatchewan Radio, and you can read it right there. From Stephen in Minot, North Dakota. He says, greetings and hallucinations from flaky Minot, North Dakota. How long will the CFL try to snow fans about the Grey Cup halftime show as a surprise I don't know, man. I don't know what's happening with this Grey Cup halftime show. We can get into it a little bit next hour with Rob Vanstone for our U.S. listeners and viewers. Last minute of play in hour one. Last minute. The Grey Cup is Canada's Super Bowl. We are now less than a month away from the game, and they have not announced a halftime act, and are those that are saying they don't even have it booked yet. I would just like to say I, I can't believe they would be that inept but maybe I can. I'll get RV's opinion on that. Jeff Krieger's watching in the Energy City. He writes in and says, people love your show because you say it how it is. 
thanks. I don't know about that, but I say what I think. And I'm usually right. I think people like that. Is Van Stone here? Have you seen him? If not, uh, the Moose, the clean-shaven Darren Moose Dupont will be with us an hour or two. More of us and you, so stick around, everybody, and we'll get to more viewer comments coming up after this break on Game Plus and WQE. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.